Touchdown Tampa Bay, you're listening to the PewterCast. Welcome to the PewterCast. I am Brent Allen, your host, joined as always by my good friend, Ren the Man Dax. Ren, another mm. week, almost in the books. Yes, almost in the books, yes. You know, when you text me about you know 20 minutes ago, and you're like, uh, it's sort of not really Friday right now. Right. It I, didn't even I, occur to me until like I started setting up for the show tonight. It occurred to me about 8 o'clock. Like that, this evening? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, there's going to be another injury report. Right. But since it is so, since it's only going to be one person and we already uh-huh. know they're not going to play. Right. And I don't want to do this Saturday. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, after I text you, I went, oh, wait, but tomorrow's Halloween and then I'm like going to be out and then there's this and yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Normally we say it's at the end of the week. Normally we say, hey, this is our show where we come in and we talk about all the stuff that has happened because the work week is done. Mm-hmm. And I will just say almost. but there's there's actually there's quite a bit to talk about quite once again this week it is a full Uh, lid but yeah a full lid yeah i get that reference this time yeah well because i told you what it was (laughs) i get that reference this time um yeah full full lid as he says yes there's a full lid but it's uh well i'm guaranteeing a full lid is what i'm doing (laughs) saying there will be no more news coming out of one buck tomorrow there you go so yeah i'm i'm staking my reputation as a uh i don't know stay at home podcaster like person who's never in the building has no a credentials professional, or... professional podcaster who gets all his information the way everyone else does yes exactly yeah yes well there you go i'm well, putting this before... on the line it's a full lid there you go there you go well we will definitely get into all of that for those of you guys who are new hello and welcome to the show uh this is the show where basically we just cover everything that is going on with the tampa bay buccaneers this week in one fell sweep and we're going to do that by talking about all the roster moves that have happened this week and mm-hmm. keeping up with the team that way we'll talk about the headlines that have come out we'll talk about the injury report so far and then we'll we'll be taking a look towards the game here of the new york giants um and we'll talk about things we're maybe looking forward to seeing in this game we'll also do predictive MVPs. But Ren, before we get to all of that, yes, a quick word from mybookie.ag. Now, if anybody out there listened to the last show and you guys went to mybookie.ag, you put down a prop bet to see if mybookie was going to pull their ad from the pewter cast, mm-hmm. you lost because they're yeah. still here with us. Yeah, I guess we got to try harder. <laughs> Between the NFL, college ball, and Major League Baseball playoffs. Oh, wait. says, please edit as needed. Playoffs are done in Major League Baseball. Okay. But you know what's still up is soccer or whatever sport it is that the Rowdies play because they're in the championship now as well, too, right? They are. Yeah. So that sport as well. There is no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports events, you can turn game day into payday. That is so clever. How much? How much do you think people actually get paid to write this ad? A lot. That, that everyone who listens to Buccaneers podcasts <laughs> has heard about a thousand <laughs> times by now. Right. Right. A lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. You could actually probably go put a prop bet on how much they get paid. Ooh, or at least suggest it. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. So, listen, guys. Uh, here's the deal. Excuse me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, skip these next two paragraphs. Yeah. What? My bookie ag. Uh, who exactly is responsible for this tremendously long and quite frankly, irritating ad that you have now sold (laughs) to every podcast that's out there. 
I listen. I I actually I really like the turn your game day into payday. Like that's that's a yeah. great marketing line. I, I get that one. So here's the deal, guys. Is like in all honesty, in all honesty. Okay. If you would, what my bookie is doing, you guys all know. You've heard the ad everywhere. As Ren it's a great said. deal. It's a good deal. They it will is. take your first deposit up to a thousand dollars, and they'll double it. You could get you could get two thousand dollars to start off gambling at my bookie. And here's how you do it: go use our promo code. Don't use anybody else's. Use ours. Yeah. Overtime. <laughs> that is the the uh, the group that we belong to. Use overtime and claim that deposit match dollar for dollar. It's going to give you a little extra help on your head start to a payday winning season winning oh, apparently God. you haven't heard it enough ren i man <laughs> I, I tuned that up tuned that out like three months ago <laughs> so use promo code overtime claim that bonus when you make that first deposit there at mybookie.ag and we really truly from the bottom of our hearts despite the fun that we have with them yes would like to thank my bookie for sponsoring this week's show one being one of the sponsors of this week's show yes i I, I agree just Write more than one ad. Yes, I like it. Write more than one. I like it. I mean, that Uh, couldn't really took more than 10 minutes. <laughs> uh Ren, I got something else we're gonna do. We we don't we haven't we haven't read a whole lot of emails this week or this year. Mm-hmm. And, but we got an email this week that I I you know I always say we could use it on a future episode of the Pewtercast. Right. For those of you guys who have been out there, I'm sorry, before I even do that, quick hello to everybody who is joining us live out there on uh YouTube or Twitter or Periscope or the Pewtercast.live or Facebook or wherever you're listening to the show, or to anybody who is catching the podcast of this later or watching the video of this later hello to you guys as well too uh you guys are definitely welcome here and uh lots of fun stuff anyway ren back to what i was saying okay this year we're trying something new yes the midweek off the wall zany has nothing to do with anything else that we're talking about kind of show and uh this past that far with it well yeah it's not it's not an information show it's not an information driven show it's not going to talk about any talk any you know we're not going to try to make a a wacky comment or a wacky theory and go like 45 half hour an hour on it you know like we're not going to do that and with the vast amount of Buccaneers podcasts that are doing a vast amount of shows during the week. Well, it's it's like the my bookie ad, Ren. Like yeah. quite frankly, the, the, the my bookie ad is the same thing everywhere you go. And for as many Bucks podcasters there, and high five to all of our friends who are Bucks podcasters. And a lot of you guys this year are doing multiple week shows. Yeah, which cool for you. Uh, you know, <laughs> great. Just too much. We're all doing the same thing though. Yeah, it's just everybody's doing the same thing, right? Like everybody's got the behind enemy lines or the the peeking over the fence or looking at the uh, the game pre you getting you ready for the game we've all got the post game show wrap up uh we don't do it but there's a couple of people out there that do game film reviews and there's uh you know what whatever shows that fan fridays or or whatever they do and and uh those are all great our thought was just hey let's do something different let's yeah. bring something else like let's bring do the shows we used to do when we went three and a half hours right like that last segment yeah <laughs> probably nobody really listened to by that time uh but anyway so we got this email and we've had lots of feedback over the week uh this week if anybody missed it we talked about alter egos buccaneer alter egos like if they were superheroes or cartoon characters or people from history or something of that nature ren even put them in a television show mm-hmm. uh or put them to a television show i guess carlton davis firefly 
There you go. Uh, still have not yet watched that show. I need to go do that. Yeah, it's only been 13 years. We encourage, right? We only, or we only, we encourage people to write in and give us what their takes were on uh, people's uh, people's alter egos. And we've actually received several responses, several different emails. But we do have this one from uh, our friend Chris, who says, and I think this encapsulates nicely what probably a lot of people are feeling when they listen. And go, why are they talking about this? Yeah, this has nothing to do with anything going on. And so I like it says, hey, Britton Wren, let me start off by saying about 20 minutes into your alter egos podcast. I said that this was the worst episode I've ever listened to. And I've been a longtime listener of your show. I felt the I, same way. <laughs> it was like, they're not covering anything. This has nothing to do about the actual news and blah, 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 and all that stuff you guys already know. But I couldn't stop listening. That's right. You know why? <laughs> Because it's entertainment. That's it. Right and that's there. That's what Wednesday, Wednesday shows this year, what it's going to be about. For us. Exactly. Exactly. He just says it got better and better as the show went on, and I was really digging it. And it helps that I was a fan of all those different things that we used Harry Potter and Hanna Barbera and Disney and even Hamilton, he says. And then he goes on and gives us all. I won't read the rest of it, but I, I think that what's his, really. What's his, what's his best comp? Oh, one that you found pretty clever. Uh, hold on. Um, I, well, I did like this. He said, um, for Tom Brady, Captain America, for all the points uh, that Brent said, and Ren, that is America's ass, is what he said. <laughs> of course, that's the one you pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did like this really, one. Really, Tom played. Brady, Captain America, that's probably the most unimagined. That's why I didn't pick Tom Brady. I understand. I understand. He actually, I really liked this one. He, uh, he said, um, JPP. Mm-hmm. is logan aka wolverine but not wolverine like old guy logan logan okay because he used logan instead of wolverine because he's on the back nine of his career but he still has all those superpowers and can still turn it up when he needs to but right. he's just old right <laughs> so i like that one a lot i'm not as um, good as i once was but i can be as good as i ever was one more yeah time. yeah i like this one too. he said antoine winfield jr was spider-man I like that Spider-Man from the MCU. He's young. He's hungry. He's got all the brains and the athleticism. And it seems like he could be the greatest just given a little bit of time. It's a Miles Morales version, of course. Uh, he says MCU, which would be Tom Hart, Tom, not Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, Tom Holland version. Um, and then actually I did personally, we'll I'm sorry, I said I wasn't going to read it, but here I am. Uh, it's okay. He said Donovan Smith, mm-hmm. the king of England from Hamilton. He's a joke, but you need him in the show. <laughs> He's a complete. <laughs> I like it. That's, what, I like that's that one of my favorite character. I thought he did the because I I've only seen Hamilton once and I saw it you know when it, when a Disney Plus did it yeah yeah and you know it was like a uh, it was the original cast on Broadway way back when uh-huh. and uh, and I actually know that actor from frozen mind game oh okay. mind hunter mind hunter yeah. jonathan groff yeah uh and i thought he did great except for that one time he spit all over himself and just left it there yeah yeah apparently he did that every show oh like, did he? that's just that that was just uh as that's just what happens to him when he sings so he also <laughs> did the voice of Chris off in frozen so don't care <laughs> so anyway uh thank you chris for sending that in and to everybody who's been back you know listening to those episodes uh thanks for listening and thanks for playing along and if you guys don't get it if it's not your bag ren and i get it we yeah. really do so yeah um but, but you'll be back yeah. <laughs> you got it good i did it i got it i, I got, got it. it i see what you did there i, I caught that it. reference <laughs> Are we going to explain uh, it to anybody? No, no, no. Okay. Those who get it, get it. And those who don't, will be just like, what the hell are they talking about? It's a song the King of England sings in Hamilton. He does. It's a great song. It is. It's a great song. All right. Um, you know, every time his little theme music, it's, uh-huh. it's, 
I recognize it. I'm like, I know that it's not exact, but it's mm-hmm. the it's the theme music, the opening to community. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Another show that I've not yet watched. Really? Yeah, That's worth it. it. It's no yeah. Parks and Rec or Office, but it, it's it's good. I, I I'm trying to get through Parks and Rec right now. And I know you've said like it's like your favorite sitcom ever or something like that. It's the very best sitcom ever that's ever made. Yeah. I need to I need to I need to keep going back to it. Anyway, hey, let's get back. Let's talk about the Buccaneers. What do you say? Sure. It's not Wednesday, is it? <laughs> now, this one, we actually are going to talk about Buccaneers news and stuff related to the ball games and everything like that. All right. We always start at top with roster moves. Yes. Uh, not a ton that's happened this week. Good. We covered it quite a quite a bit, but officially the Buccaneers have now signed Antonio Brown. Right. And to uh, give him a spot on the roster, they waived outside linebacker Quentin Bell. Mm-hmm. Then they re-signed him immediately to the practice squad, releasing a guy named to gray scales from the practice squad to clear away for Quentin belt. Now right. remind me, Quentin Bell's a guy that's been around. He's been from training, training camp. camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always get him and the inside linebacker mixed up the schools they went to. Okay. Uh, one of them's from like William and Mary and one of them's mm-hmm. from, they're both small school guys. Maybe right. one's from temple. I, I don't know. But anyway, these a bit like who's who's the inside linebacker? I'm trying the one that I like. Chappie? No. Chappie? Maybe. It's not Chappie. Remember. It's the other guy. Maybe they're both outside linebackers. Anyway, you know, this would be helpful information as a podcaster. <laughs> it's eccentric to the Buccaneers. But anyway, he's he's been here the whole time. Yeah. And he was one of the guys that, you know, we were going, well, like he might have to play this year if JPP uh-huh. or Nelson or uh Jack. Thank you. Uh, get hurt. This might be somebody, you know, that they're looking at. And he's, you know, just, just, you know, he's kind of like JPP. Well, I guess he's more Shaq, but mm-hmm. speed bend has a nice, uh, uh, arm bar, you know, mm-hmm. has a couple of moves, but nothing great, but they like him. They got to develop him because, you know, with the salary cap next year, like there might be no one left on that defensive line. Right. Like, like no one, it'll be Vita Vea and who like they all can go they're not all gonna go but you can make a case for that every other person is not going to be signed because of the salary cap you know one of the 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 places that you irritated me absolutely the most was in a show that we did probably this last show the 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 last post-game call-in show because you were absolutely right (laughs) because i'm going name me another top need for the draft other than left tackle that's got to be our top need and you're like um what about defensive line when they all are gone and i went you're like we have this one under contract already we've got to figure all these guys out and i went ah that's yeah crap that's a good point because i want it to be to left tackle like i want left tackle to be the number one need that way we can focus on it get that fixed and move on but there may be some other pressing needs that we need to figure out before that so right um, but again it doesn't look good for donovan smith because he's making 14 million dollars it's not guaranteed right he's either going to need to massively restructure or they're going to they'll find somebody else yeah. Either through the draft or free agency, yeah. or maybe they develop them. You know, maybe they switch Tristan over and Haig takes over, or they find another right tackle through the draft or through free agency. Like, like did that by no means, you know, am I saying that Donovan Smith is here no matter what? I'm just saying that, you know, if like taking a tackle in the first round is not the only option right on the table right because the defensive line could possibly have nobody no starters and if yeah that's uh there there's certainly an issue there so we'll we will monitor that as we get into the off season especially um but for now 
that spot is set. We did have one more roster move that happened this week. Uh, the Buccaneers activated guard, offensive guard, John Malchon mm-hmm. from the injured reserve list. Now, this was the guy with the 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 mustache, right? Mr. Pringle. The super cool mustache that everybody should yeah. go look at his picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, they have not made a corresponding remove for him just yet. They could potentially release him, as we've seen them do so often when they bring somebody back who's that far down in the depth chart. Uh, but in order to keep him, they'd have to release somebody else. And I don't know who else they would release at this point. Seal Grayson. Oh, yeah. Get rid of him. Doink. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, just the weekly perfunctory thing. Uh, Buccaneers once again placed the exact same two people on the protected list. Greg Joseph, the kicker, the backup kicker, and then defensive lineman Jeremiah Ledbetter. Uh, both went on the protected list still once again only utilizing two of those spots as opposed to all four yeah i thought ledbetter might have been off the list this year or this week because mcclendon played so well oh i see you know i I was thinking last week like hey this mcclendon might not work out let's see what we got uh but i guess you know maybe since they've ledbetter has some playing time now and he's put some actual game tape out there Maybe they're just, you know, like, well, we're just going to protect you for the rest of the year because I don't know. Ledbetter, Ledbetter is a viable option as far as depth goes. Yeah. Like emergency break glass, we can bring him in because Ledbetter, he does have NFL playing experience. He also played in the AAF and I didn't he go to the XFL as well and had some had some playing experience there. I don't know. Oh, I, I know he definitely did AAF. Um, but he was, I don't think so. Well, he, was a yeah, draft, he, was with the he was a draft pick. Ledbetter? Yeah. Pretty sure he went to the AAF. Could All be wrong. Right. Um, but either, either way he had by point being the man's got some experience. Like if you got to pull somebody up, he is the guy to do that. So I could really see why they want to kind of put him in that bubble with Greg Joseph. The should something happen. Plus everything we talked about, like you know, possibly there's going to be no defensive line, (laughs) you know, starters left and they did draft him and he's been in Bowles' uh, scheme now for two years. So, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't lose sleep if, you know, it's not like it's not like when Motley got picked up, mm-hmm. Cornell Motley. And I was like, oh, no, if Ledbetter gets taken, I'll be like, yeah, OK. Well, with that, Ren, why don't we go ahead and move on to our headlines of the week? Um, got a, got quite a few here to go through. A couple of feel good ones first, just to kick it off. Tom Brady is named the very first Buccaneer ever no. to win Offensive Player uh, of the Month. It's not true. That's not true. I've seen that over and over and over again over the course of the week. He's the first offensive player to be named, or the first Buccaneer to be named Offensive Player of the Month. Uh, not true. All right. Who else was it? Vinny Testaverde. Was he? Yeah. Wow. All right. Scott Smith went and like corrected everybody. Like oh, did he? Stroud put it out. I don't know if Greg did, but I saw Peter Burport put it out. They even said it on their pod. Uh-huh. Uh, um, the radio station put it out. And, you know, Scott Smith was like, uh, wait a second, guys. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde did it. All right. Well, there you go. So Scott Smith coming through correcting us. But regardless... <laughs> Brady still gets the, uh, okay, then he was, what, the second player ever, Buccaneer ever? Yeah. To win and, I, player of the month. and I think, like, it's his 17th time he's done it. Oh, really? Or something stupid. Like, he's yeah. almost three years of NFL games because it takes four games to win the, you know, win the month. Okay. So, like, he, for his career, uh-huh. he's won, like, three years worth. So, he's been, the, so think about it, like, He's been the NFL Offensive Player of the Month since 2018, and no one else has won it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that a is, lot. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that is that is definitely a lot. Then well, match. Then you see him play, and you're like, oh, okay. Now I get yeah. it. Yeah. Man, I, I, thought, I, thought he was, uh, I thought he lost something this year. I didn't. Wasn't that a thing? <laughs> 
I mean, they talked about it. Yeah. I mean, and the uh, only, I mean, that, yeah. the only narrative left. Okay. He's learned uh, the offense. You know, he, he can, he can gel with his teammates. Uh-huh. Uh, he hasn't lost any mustard. The offensive line is going to get him killed. Mm-hmm. The only thing left is you're going to hear from the naysayers is can he hold up for the rest of the year and make it to the playoffs? You know what I mean? Like, can yeah. his arm not be dead or lose velocity and all that kind of stuff. That's the only thing left because all the other, you know, points that people brought up, which some of them were, you know, like valid concerns. Some of them were like, you're stupid, right? It's like going, oh, LeBron James is going to the Lakers. Do you think he'll pick up their offense? Like, what? Right. Like, right. what? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you, know, you know what my favorite one was? And by favorite, I mean most irritating one was the, okay, well, well, whose offense do you think we're going to run? Are we going to run BA's offense or are we going to run Tom Brady's offense? Tom Brady offense can't do you run. Think we're going to run. He can't run BA's offense. Uh, okay. That's not what Tom liked to do. Like to do except <laughs> when he has weapons. Then he did right. a lot. But he hasn't had them for like seven years. So that's right. not what he likes to do. He right. throws the backs all the time. He throws the eyes open. Right. Right. All the time. Right. Right. Right on the money. Yeah. Yeah. That, listen, I would I would put money. Hey, you go over to mybookie.ag. Make a prop bet. Tom Brady's arm is going to be just fine through the rest of the season and through the playoffs all the way through. Because you know why, Ren? Because that you know be- where we're going? <laughs> I won't do it just for you. All right. Well, uh, not quite matching Tom Brady, but also getting a little bit of an honor this week. Devin White was named NFL player, uh, defensive player of the week, mm-hmm. which didn't last year. He won that like two or three times in a row and then got defensive player of the month twice in a row at the end of last year as the rookie. Um, but regardless, Devin White seems to be, his name seems to be coming up as defensive player of the week quite a bit uh, here lately as well. So congratulations, Devin White and Tom Brady. Welcome to the Buccaneers. Yeah. How would, how good do you think Devin White's going to be? He had three yeah. sacks yeah. against Las Vegas. Three. Like, that's a season worth of sacks for an interior linebacker. He's just getting so... Remember when I talked about, like, Devin White needs to get better in the rush. He needs to learn that swim move. Or he needs to, like, mm-hmm. uh, like unpack... Like, needs to learn some new tools because, you know, he's really good and he could really wreak havoc. Well, what he's decided to do is just take on the back like halfway uh-huh. and just the part that hits the back just kind of gives way uh-huh. and he's so fast so he's just running kind of his front torso is just kind of running sideways at full speed by him and the back just kind of glances off and he's by him like that's what he's done he doesn't have to like do a spin doesn't have to do a spike or an arm bar but man can he rush the passer mm-hmm. and he's so fast yes yeah. He's so yeah. fast and stupid. Like you, you don't know who it is, but right. you only know who it is because he's moving so fast. Right. Here's what made me hesitate when you asked that question. Sure. Because I was going, he's really good right now. Is this something he can maintain? And, and as you continue to talk, and I kind of rolled that around in my head a little bit, there is nothing about Devin White that strikes me as this kid is going to peak now and his just career is going to go downhill or that he's having like... He's not having a magical year. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing about him that strikes me as he's just having like a weird year. He's not playing above his station. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, assuming he stays healthy, knock on wood. I mean, my God, this guy could be amazing. Like yeah. absolutely, amazing. absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. 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 He'd actually prove it. So. <laughs> Make um, everyone else believe it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, you remember all those people who said you don't draft an inside linebacker at number five? I remember one. He works for Joe Bucks fan, and his name is Lee. Remember he him. also he also promised to turn in his credentials if the Bucks did it. And he uh, did. So now he's dumb and a liar. 
<laughs> oh, Fat, I drunk, and stupid is no good way to go through life, son. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from those That's two animal guys, house, by the way, I did catch that one actually. Okay. Uh, moving on from that, other other cool news: Tristan Wirfs made mm-hmm. made a little bit of uh, uh, headlines this week. Getting. According to PFF, grading out through seven weeks, he is the top O lineman taken from this year's draft. Yeah, yep. Top of all the other guys, they graded him out the highest through seven weeks. It's tackles, top yeah. graded tackle. Yeah, uh, and we all know that a lot of them. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm, I have. Ot, not ol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, of all the guys that we were were worrying over, worth and and it's not like he's had an off week. He's kind of gone through a murderer's row. Like you know, he completely shut down Brian Burns. And if you watch the Thursday night game, Brian Burns was all over the place. He was all, he was Matt Ryan's face all night long. And you know, Atlanta likes to brag. We have five first round draft picks across the front of the offensive line. Right. And they do. And, you know, Brian Burns, like they had no answer for him. And mm-hmm. then of course, Khalil Mack and Bosa and uh, who's your favorite player from New Orleans? Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. Ooh, I want to punch that guy in the face. Not in real life. Cause he'd probably kick my ass. But I mean, my God. I just, mm. Would it be worth it? Mm, I want to see Vita Vea punch him in the face. That's what I want to do. Vita, <laughs> punch a guy in the face for me. Vita, take care of my light work, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So would, would you rather have to be a Saints fan and do a Saints podcast for a year okay. or have to apologize to Cam Jordan to, to his face uh-huh. about all the things you've said about him? And tell I'll, him do the podcast. I'll do the podcast for a whole year. No, no qualms about that. I'm a Saints fan for a whole year. I will. I will apologize to a Saints player. Not gonna do it. No, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, let's good talk job about a work. little. A good job by worse. Rank number yeah, one. Absolutely. Good job by worse. Hey, let's talk about a little surprising news sure. this week. Here we are, eight weeks into the NFL season, and we're just now finding out. Ren, I don't know if you heard about this or read about it. Ali Marpet apparently had surgery to repair a torn hip labrum. Yeah. This past off season. Yeah. And BA credits that as part of why he's playing so well this year. Yeah. So that means he had it last year and was injured. Right. And, you know, we, no one said it. I don't think, I don't think I even, even I said it. Not that it means anything, but usually I'm quick to, you know, like, I don't uh-huh. care who you are. Like, you're not playing as well as you used to. Like, I, like I didn't even comment on Allie. He was, he's kind of been like the sacred cow around here. Like, yeah. you know, like when he does something wrong, oh, that's okay. And, but he, like last year wasn't, was, might have been his worst year. No, not that it was terrible. Yes. There it is right there. Yeah. It, not, he had, he had just a, just a kind of a ho hum year last year. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. And yeah. 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 And I like how that question came about where it was Greg Allman. He asked him about it, uh, you know, how he's playing and that type of deal. And can you talk a little bit about Allie and, you know, how he's playing this year? And Bruce goes, yeah, I think that, you know, uh, that procedure he had in the offseason really helped. <laughs> And no one knew what the hell. Yeah. And Greg played it so well. He's like, yeah. uh, What was that procedure again? (laughs) Like, you know, can you remind me what that was again, Bruce? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hip labor. And like Twitter, like, you know, Peter Report, Stroud, Joey Knight, (laughs) who is now on the Bucks beat. Uh, I don't know what happened to Edward or he still might be there. Eduardo. Joey Knight, isn't that the kid from New Kids on the Block? Oh, my God. 
Why do no? you do this to me or anyone for that matter? Is he hanging tough? Nope. He's he been covering the bulls for the, for the Tampa Bay times for seven years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So um, now he, and he started like just tweeting out Buck presser quotes like yeah. yesterday. And uh, I was like, huh, that's weird. And then he did it again today. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's filling in or whatever. But then after the presser, he's like, all right, everybody, I'll come clean. Like I'm now on the Buck street reporter as, but he didn't mention Eduardo and Cena at all. Right. He just talked about Stroud. So. I, I mean, for the record, uh, uh, Eddie and Cena's Twitter accounts with tweets as yet soon as yesterday, I uh, still list him as also being on the Bucks beat. Yeah, I went and, and looked. He, and he's retweeting stuff about the Bucks uh, as as of at least yesterday. Yeah, he did, but I didn't tweet anything out today. And yeah. there was press yeah. conferences. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Why did I say Joe and I? Because he was the guy who was. Oh, because, yeah, because everyone like, you know, Greg's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, thanks. And then Peter Report, Stroud, Joey Knight, Greg, Joe Buck's fan. Everyone's like, you know, hey, everybody. Allie had a a labor hip surgery during the offseason. Wait, wait, wait. you mean all the media reports just sent out the exact same thing? Nobody came up with something more creative. It's like a Wednesday podcast (laughs) on every other Buccaneers podcast. Right. That's what we're just going to call uh, from now on. When you see like the same thing report yeah. over and over, it's called Wednesday. Wednesday. Podcast. There we'll you call go. it Wednesday. There you go. I like it. Or WP. So, uh, hey, let's talk about the Super Bowl for a minute. Super okay. Bowl, which is being played here in Ray J. Woohoo. Uh, apparently, they are planning to limit capacity for the Super Bowl to about 15,000 fans. I'm stunned. About what they're doing right now. I'm stunned. Are you? I am. You're, I can tell you're shocked. I am. You, I, I am. mean, your jaw is on the floor. For people who can't see it, he looks like a snake who's about to eat an egg. His jaw is that far away from his upper jaw. None of that's true. Yeah. Um, but I do look like a snake, but not because of my jaw. Um, yeah, I feel like you know, I went on record. I said, I said they'll put everybody in Orlando and lock them up mm-hmm. in a bunch of hotels, and you know, like they're gonna have it's gonna be a full stadium come hell or high water. And I kind of feel like it. there's still going to happen. Uh-huh. But so this is sort of the plan right now. But uh, who knows? You know, I mean, uh, they were talking about this on, on Stroud Sports State Tampa Bay. It's like, like, can you host a Super Bowl and lose money? Because you're about to watch it. Mm-hmm. You're about to watch it happen. And not only that, like, if there's only 15,000 people, like, I, I signed up to be a volunteer for the Super Bowl ambassador, you know? Uh-huh. And I don't think I want to go. I don't think I want to do it now. I don't. I don't. If it, you know, if it's, I'm just going to be standing around with my finger up my nose all day because, you know, no one, they don't get the crowd they expect, then, then what am I doing there? Like, I'll find the, I'll find the polo slash t-shirt at, at, at a thrift store a couple of weeks mm-hmm. after. Like, you know, I can get, I'll find it. I can do right. that. I'll find it on eBay for like a dollar. Like, would you, would you actually go like purposely looking for those? No. Do you, Bren, would you, uh, every time a coach gets fired now, would you be hunting down the Goodwills to see if you can catch some of their old clothes? Only if they're cutter size, because <laughs> BA is not going to fit me. <laughs> Not even close. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, now, I mean, to, to I fair. think it would be cool to have, and it doesn't really matter. It's from a coach. What I think yeah. is cool is to actually have a NFL team issued piece of buck gear. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like stuff you can't pick up from fanatics.com or something. Yeah. Like that. And, like, and yeah. even they have those type of things. Like these are the exact same hats they wear on the sidelines. Okay. Or, you know, this is the same hoodie that they, this is a fit, but they don't have every single piece that's officially right. given to the team. And I would like, you know, I wouldn't mind having mm-hmm. one of those. And if I had my choice, I would like to have one that wasn't available to the public. There you go. That's, cool. you know, just like just a little trophy, you know, mm-hmm. 
bring it out on on game day to everyone that I'm I'm the best fan because I have the <laughs> rarest I have the rarest gear. There you go. Uh, hey, let's talk about. Uh, well, to be fair, I, I want to just clarify this before we move on. Sure. The reports right now all say, and I, I checked it out, and I can't say all because I can't say I saw every single one of them, but all the ones that I saw said that the NFL is preparing for thirteen to fifteen thousand fans. That doesn't mean it's going to be right. about fifteen thousand fans. That just means, like, if you remember back in the summer, they were like, "No, no, we're planning on a full Super Bowl and full this and full that," and now they're like, "Yeah." We're at least preparing for that, uh, that it could be that. So I, I tend to think just kind of looking at how things are going, that will probably be at about 15,000 uh, capacity. I don't. Um, it's going to be full. You th- I don't think so. I, I think they think release so. it because, you know, here's the My book, you'll do it. I can do it. I can't wait till we have to talk about those guys anymore. <laughs> uh, keep your $7. Um. I yeah I I think it's because the way where the you know the second spikes happening mm-hmm. uh you know quote unquote um I think it's just good PR for them to get it out now before they get asked the question get out in front of it oh we're planning on 13 15000 mm-hmm. we're also planning on 110 but yeah <laughs> you know what I mean Got 110,000 people in Ray J. Ooh. Yeah, it's twice its capacity ain't happening. Right. right. I think it's 58. It's the right. Capacity. Right. Let's talk. Let's, uh, uh, oh, oh, one more piece. And then I want to start talking about the news that really is going to affect the game coming up here. Sure. Um, AB's contract, Antonio Brown, his contract has finally been revealed. Yes. For a base salary. I've got all the details here, so we can, we can dive into it as much or as little as we want. But it's a base salary of $1 million. Okay. With incentives that could get it up to two point five million, and in right. order to to cash in on that extra hundred or one point five million, the Bucks have to make the playoffs. Yes, this is an amazing contract for a guy of Antonio Brown Brown's talent. Despite everything else, for a million bucks. Yeah, yeah, I think that you know they got like Shady and Fournette and Antonio Brown, and I think they're paying them a total of less than five million dollars. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, it's Rosen, right? Fournette and Brown, and they're paying them. They're paying them less than four million dollars. Yeah, yeah, five yeah. million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, and I mean, we've talked about it. It's a prove it. It's 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 can you play nice with an NFL franchise? That's all it is. Yeah. And and he doesn't care about the money. What he's caring about is showing everybody that he can play nice so he can go somewhere else or possibly here. I mean, he's not going to cash in next year either because there's no money. Right. You know, so he might be back next year as long as he plays nice or, you know, he screws up and it. He might get one more chance with somebody, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody like week 10 who's, you know, they are, they, they think they got a Super Bowl team, but, you know, they just need a little bit of help, uh, you know, and they'll be like that girl, you know, I'll change him. I know. He's, I'll get through to him. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's talk about some of these incentives real quick. Let's just play. Do you think he's going to do it or not? Sure. Or is it likely or not? All right. Sure. Uh, he can get up to $250,000 in per game active bonuses. Yes, so that's going to equate to about forty thousand dollars per game. That, like, assuming that's over the eight games that are left in the season, he'll be eligible to play. Uh, that's about forty thousand dollars a game mm-hmm. if he's active on the yeah. forty-eight act on the the forty-eight active roster. Uh, do you think he's going to hit those or not? He'll get every single one unless he's injured. I, unless he's injured, you said. Yes, I agree. All right, other incentives. Now these are the qualifier here is that they must make the playoffs. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars if he gets forty-five plus catches. 
No. Okay. I let's take the over or under. So you say the under. Under. under okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, all right. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars if he gets six hundred and fifty receiving yards. Over. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars if he gets six plus touchdowns. Under. Under. And then seven hundred fifty thousand dollars if he wins the Super Bowl or the Bucks win the Super Bowl. Oh, it's a push. <laughs> it's happening. There you go. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are. Uh, th- those are. Those are some. Yeah. I don't know. I. They're not astronomical numbers but on no, this team, but on yeah. this team they are right you know getting 45 catches in this offense if everyone's healthy that's hard that's it's, it's hard just yeah. to get enough balls thrown your way let alone catch them uh-huh. now antonio brown is one of the best ever at creating after the catch and getting yak so that's why i went over on the yardage mm-hmm. and if but if he doesn't if he punch it out far less than 45 catches you're saying yeah oh yeah yeah but if he doesn't punch it in like go for the touchdown I don't think he's going to be a goal line threat. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. A goal line guy, a red zone guy because of Gronk and because of uh, Mike. Mike, especially mm-hmm. um, yeah. sneak Cambrade a little bit in there, but you've seen, he likes to go to Godwin <laughs> and he's gone to uh, Tyler Johnson twice. Right. Right. And then you also have Rojo and, and those guys punching it in there at the, at the yeah. goal line as well. Yeah. Rojo is an elite running back and getting the ball across the goal line. He rarely gets stopped. Seriously. He does going back to last year. And I'm talking about like five, six yards out. Mm-hmm. He like scores like almost every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's move. Let's start talking about some stuff as, as we look towards this game, uh, this coming week, uh, and and actually even a little bit beyond this game. Ba has named Fournette Leonard Fournette as the new Nickelback, basically replacing Shady McCoy on the obvious passing downs. Yeah, he's a bit of a minutes. promotion. That's not a uh, that's not a surprise to me. This was yeah. the when is it going to happen, not if it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I feel a little bad for Shady McCoy because I think he's kind of got a raw deal. The few times he has got the ball, uh, I kind of felt like Peyton Barber last year. Like he gets the ball and somebody's like right in his face. Right. You know, and you could just see him going, come on, like I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for play. I'm fighting for the, you know, I'm fighting for playing time and no one's helping me. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Leonard Fournette being the, the two minute back, you know, it's what, it's what it is. He's two minutes and less, uh, uh, obvious passing situation. So he's a third down back in two minute or less, uh, going to the half and at the end of the game, but Rojo is still the four minute back. So they run the four minute offense. It's still Rojo. So it's just like a lot of people thought it was going to be, you know, it's Rojo can't catch Leonard Fournette can. And, uh, so, you know, he's James White. I like it. All right. Uh, moving on another player. This guy actually came up in two separate, uh, headlines, two separate things, but I'm going to kind of smash them here. Scott Smith of Buccaneers.com reports that the Buccaneers are going to try to get Mike Edwards more involved in the game. Right. I don't know that any coach said we're going to try to get him more involved in the game as much as they, he's just kind of going off of how they were talking about him this week. That's what BA said. BA said that they're going to try to get him more involved in the Yeah, game. someone asked about Mike Edwards and like he's only played like 65 plays and he has two picks and he has another one that he actually picked off that was mm-hmm. called back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he has like a fumble recovery and he has a fumble, forced fumble and he has a pass and he has like two or three pass breakups. Like, right. like if you take all those and look at me, like he's a playmaker and Bruce is like, yeah, he's like, when he's out there, he makes plays. Uh, you got to get him on the field. Yeah. And- so to, to what you're just saying there, let me go ahead and say the other half of this. So John Ledyard over at pewterreport.com says that in 65 snaps and he's gone and watched all 65 of these snaps and looked at them. He says, Mike Edwards has been the best safety in the entire NFL. Well, yeah, 
but it's also a very small sample size. And if you play well in that small sample, that, that's where analytics kind of bites you in the butt. Uh-huh. Like, it was like if he plays another 65 plays, he's going to have three more interceptions and another force fumble and another fumble recovery and like three more pass breakup. Probably not. Right. Yeah. 65 snaps is a game. Yeah. That's a exactly. defensive game. Yeah. yeah. You know, Shaq Barrett had nine sacks after five games last year. Right. You know, how many does he have this year? How many do you have after that? You know, exactly. So, so, uh, I believe it. He's had it, you know, he's, he's played terrific, but you know, that was also, and I don't think it's the same case, but, um, who was a linebacker that I used to love changes every time he came in, he never got a chance, but he changed it. Glanton, Adarius Glanton. I said, all he does is make plays and he never got the play, (laughs) but he, you know, he'd play like five, six plays a game, but have like four tackles. And it's like, why isn't this guy playing? I don't think it's the same situation, but it's sort of the same circumstance where, you know, just because a guy plays well in a very small sample size doesn't mean you can't, you know, count on that continuing. But after BA said it, uh, you know, he's earned his chance to play more. Right. Right. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Let, I feel like we've had this conversation, but uh, and if we have, just humor me and have it with me again. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have out there, an Antoine Winfield and Mike Edwards, or an Antoine Winfield and Jordan Whitehead? <sighs> Those are the sounds of Ren thinking out there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I, I'm bringing the other layer into it, which yeah. is, is it time? And I think this is all, are you, have you talked, are we going to talk about SMB? Is he in the headline? No, he is not. Because there was one question, another ledgered question where, you know, basically he really nicely said, uh, what's up with Tom Murphy bunting? Like, uh-huh. and Bowles said that uh, we're going to have him focus on one position. There might be a little too much on his plate. Okay. Which means to me is there's two things that can, two things that happen can possibly mm-hmm. happen. One, he stays outside and somebody else plays nickel right. who would have to be Winfield mm-hmm. or Dean starts on the outside and he, he becomes nickel only, right. which is way more plausible because Dean's playing like Mike Edwards lights out yeah. with a bigger sample size. So is Carlton Davis. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be the, you know, the way it's going to answer your question. I, I would like it to have be Dean and Davis start and in the back be Winfield and Edwards, but they're like the same player. They're not really box safeties, right? Right. you know, now Winfield right. can do it probably better than Edwards. Um, but I, 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 right now, and, and I, I feel it's unfair, but if you're going to get your best 11 out there, move Winfield to Bach, like move Winfield to corner. Uh, and, and I want to see if he can prove it, you know, yeah. can he do it? Like, it's not like SMB's playing terrible. He's playing very average, but he looks really crappy on this defense because everyone else is playing phenomenal. Everyone else is playing phenomenal, except for maybe Jordan Whitehead, but everyone else is playing phenomenal. You know, like they're winning awards, they're getting sacks, they're getting pressure. You know, no matter what they're you say, about, the league. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. holding they're holding records. You know, the, the no matter what you say about defensive line about getting pressure or not getting pressure, JPP's like like fifth in the league in sacks. Yeah, you know, it's five and a half sacks through however many games, seven games. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it and and the run defense is still awesome, still leading the league. So the defensive line is, you know, doing their job and their their pressure rates really high and they're on pace to break the Buccaneers all time sack record. Mm-hmm. So you can't say they're not doing their job and we know what's going on in the backfield and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to get your best 11, like I might want to put Winfield in slot and then put Edwards and, and Whitehead back there. Right. But the, but again, but I think it's it's 
since I haven't seen Winfield play, I'm kind of splitting hairs. So to answer your question, I want it to be Winfield Edwards. And one of them is just going to have to learn to be able to play the box and set the edge uh, in the run game as well as Whitehead does. I hear you. I hear you. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm, I want it to be Winfield and Edwards. Right. Right. But I, I think, I think I have the same problem that you just sort of brought up. Like they're pretty much the same guy. So it's hard to put them both out there, I guess, in that, in that situation, like you need the, the variety. Right. Um, I like your answer having them learn, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I mean, I think Winfield can play the box better than Edwards can. And I think he can do it, but I think what, what he does best is that's not what he does best. Exactly. That's not what he does best. You know, he does best playing center field, running sideline to sideline, single high safety. That's what he does best. So it's also what Mike Edwards does best. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, um, it's just, you know, it probably would be solved if, if, you know, Edwards could tackle or Whitehead could cover. We'd be good. (laughs) Not like we're not good anyway. I mean, we got like, honestly, we have the best, we have the best team in the league. And then FC, and then FC. These problems so much more fun to discuss. Yeah, and the problems we've had in the last four years that we've been doing this podcast. So how do we stop the eight turnovers we had last week? Right, exactly. Whose fault exactly. is it? All right. Well, Ren, we we have come to. Uh, I don't want to say it's necessarily the big news, but it's it's the the c word. The c word has finally landed at one Buccaneer place. The Buccaneers uh, have had their first COVID scare they have. of the twenty twenty season. An equipment staffer has tested positive. Now, also, the Giants had a COVID scare this week. One of their players, much like what happened with the Raiders last week, mm-hmm. tested positive. They sent a whole bunch of people home. Offensive linemen. All, all offensive linemen. We didn't have to send anybody else home. At least it wasn't reported that we had to send one other person who was in contact. Was it one? Yeah. Okay. So, but nobody, but it was like nobody in football operations. Like it's not going to affect the players or the game or anything like that. Right. It's, I I think it was an equipment person, like maybe logistics person. Yeah. Um, who's not a, who's not an office person, but they're not Mm -hmm. a coach. So, you know, they're sort of in between and the only other person that, you know, through contact tracing that pot might possibly have, they sent home as well. Mm -hmm. So no one else is, you know, hopefully they, they got it early and nipped it in the butt. And as of, I saw on Twitter right before we got on the show or maybe a couple hours, um, everyone's back in the building for the giants. Yes. And that was going to be the next thing I said is they had one person who tested positive. They sent a whole bunch of people home, including the whole offensive line. All of those other people, it was eight players and two coaches. Mm-hmm. Those extra 10 people all came back testing negative. So they're back in the building as of today. So that's just two days later. Uh, they're, they're all back in the building. So the, the they are fully expecting this this uh, Tampa Bay Giants game to go forward and to go forward on time on Monday with no talk yet of potentially moving the game like the Raiders game moved last week. All right. So hopefully we don't move, but that is definitely something to be keeping tabs on. And that's, that's going to be sort of a day to day hour by hour thing. If anything changes, but no expectations for that. Um, Ren, they wouldn't do this, would they? Or you don't think they wouldn't move a Monday night game up a day to a Sunday. No. Can't. Like, cause remember like last week they, they shifted the time. They flexed the time because of you know we got to make sure that there's a game on the sunday night schedule yeah. right um and they could say whatever else they wanted to but it was about that yeah. well they got to make sure there's a game on the monday night schedule like mm-hmm. they're they're but they're not going to flip-flop that with another game on sunday they could i mean but i think the decision had been made before today well today, yeah 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 like to like it's friday like right. teams are flying to their 
places tomorrow. Right. Well, you know? if if they're playing on Sunday, you mean? Yeah. yeah. And they're all going to play on Sunday, so they only like. So if they're going to replace them, they they got to do it now. Give them a call in the morning. Hey guys, you're flying to New York today, and then it's like home alone. We're late. We got to go. All right. Well, with that, Ren, why don't we uh, why don't we slide over? Let's take a look at the injury report real quick. We will remind sure. everybody we are recording this on Friday because of the Monday night game. The work week is shifted up one day, so we only have two days of practice with which to talk about. But as Ren said, we can pretty much guess what the final outcome of the injury report is going to be looking over at the New York Giants. Um, they had one player who was a did not participate today. That was Devonte Freeman, the running back formerly mm-hmm. of the Atlanta Falcons Terrible. Uh, out with an ankle injury and everybody else was full participation for two people who were limited. Sterling Shepard was limited and uh, Darnay Holmes was limited. Other than that, everybody's full participation. So except for Will Hernandez. Yes. And he, he is not actually listed on the injury report. Um, he's not. No, he's not. He's the COVID guy. Yeah, but he's the COVID guy. Right. Right. He's so out. Mm-hmm. he might be their best offensive lineman. That's good for us on a team that has a really shitty offensive line. <laughs> They're, they're in so much trouble. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's it. I'm Spencer, uh, um, not Spencer. Um, Sterling Shepard's the only other name on here that that is anywhere near recognizable to me yeah. uh, as a guy. And like I said, he was the only guy. To, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the only guy going to be out for the Bucks is Chris Godwin. We knew that Tuesday. Because you know. he broke a finger catching a touchdown pass. Well, he broke a he broke a finger falling down after catching a touchdown pass. Oh, is the that pass when he it, broke the, it? The pass itself didn't break his finger. Okay. Is when he tried to get his feet in, and then he, you know, when you know uh-huh. he was falling, and then when he was sort of like bracing himself, and he mm. he, you know. I don't know. He crushed it or, or he spiked his own finger into the ground, whatever. He just cracked the tip of his finger. I've had it happen. It, it sounds a lot worse than it is, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, But um, they said they're going to do some sort of surgery on it. Yeah, they did. And then, oh, yeah, they did a surgery. And they're like, it's going to heal in like two weeks. Yeah. And he could play in like the New Orleans game in two weeks. Yes. Which is just crazy to me, but okay, cool. Um, but you're right. He'll be the only one who's out that unless, unless something happens, uh, the only other people just for the record who are on our injury report is Rob Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, JPP and Antoine Winfield with a shoulder and a groin. Uh, they were all limited, but you know, we would anticipate all of those guys to go. Uh, if it was something more serious, they would be not participating. So that is the injury report uh, for this week. So it looks like we're gonna have a fairly healthy team going into the New York giants. And uh, they're going to have a somewhat healthy team, I guess. Ren, it's time to hit that point of the show where I will ask you, Mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to this week? Monday Night Football, Buccaneers versus the Giants. It's not going to be pretty. Like, I don't think the Buccaneers, first off, I think the Bucs sort of beating Bucs is out of their system. Okay. You know, they finally got the tongue lashing they deserved after the Chicago game and it sunk in and, and they're, they're understanding the little things that they have to do in practice mm-hmm. uh, for the negative things not to show up in the game or, you know, or it could be just based like, like ask the question, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the snap count is or what is like that protection call. What is that again? Like, right. I just, I, for some reason, I keep getting it mixed up. Like, can you just walk me through that one more time? And they're doing great. I mean, and of course, I'm blaming the offensive line for the Chicago game. Uh, you know, the defense, you know, Shaq Barrett still gets a little, some silly penalties, but it's not every week. Um, and I, I think they're playing well. I think Carlton Davis is losing his, uh, 
unfair. Well, maybe not unfair, but he's losing his uh, refs are starting to understand that he's good. And it's right. not just because he's cheating, you know, right. where because he started out when he was a rookie, he cheated a lot and got caught a lot for it. Then he quit cheating, but they still thought he was a cheater. So right. they kept throwing flags and that happened, you know, and that lasted for the first four. I think he had a, a DPI the first four games of the year and mm. uh, in, in the past three he hasn't. So that's good. I mean, the Giants can't run the ball. They can't mm-hmm. pass. They can't protect. They can't score. Their defense is okay, and right. but it's nothing great. Mm-hmm. They're okay. They have a really good corner. They can't rush the passer. They don't stop the run particularly well. Their linebackers are anything outstanding. Mm-hmm. They just play good team defense. Um, and the Giants punt a lot, so you know it's they got to make you go down the field, but they just don't have the horses to hold up. You know, for two quarters, let alone four quarters, even one quarter. Like right, right, right. Like the Bucks could turn the ball over three times this game and still win by two touchdowns. And if they don't, like the past two weeks, the Bucks defense it took ten points for them to sort of wake up. Right. Green Bay, it was ten nothing. Raiders, it was ten nothing. Maybe it was ten three. Right. And, and all of a sudden then they just shut him down. Shut down, you know, the Packers for the rest of the game. Uh Raiders got one field goal and then they got a touchdown somewhere in the second half. And, you know, the Raiders were, you know, a thirty point uh, a game offense. Mm-hmm. The Giants are not. And there's no Barkley and they don't have any receivers. Right. And now their best offensive lineman's done and their left tackle they paid a bunch of money to can't stop anybody. It's it's going to be it's going to be a drubbing. Yeah. It just is, you know. And, you know, I understand if if you're a little afraid and be like, oh, yeah, but I thought that last year. I thought that about the Chicago game. Yeah, I thought about the Chicago game. But this like it is time again. I'm saying it again. It's time to believe in this team. Yeah. Time to believe in the defense. It's time to believe in the in the coaches on the defense. It's time to believe in the players on the defense. How many times do they have to do it? You can't run on the box. Period. Yeah. End of story. Let me it's- let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me stop you there. Sure. Okay. Because you you said the same thing going into the Chicago game, which was week four. I want to say it was this year. Uh were we three and week, no, we week three, week four? No, we what? were two and two. Had to be week five because we were three and one and up going three and two. Yeah. Okay. Wherever that was, whatever week that was, here we are going into week eight. Mm-hmm. Right. Expected a drubbing back then. Expected drubbing this week. I think everybody expects that. How are the Buccaneers different this week than they were three, four weeks ago? I started. I started off with that where they they've learned how not to beat themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's finally gotten through. I, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was BA. I don't know if it was Brady. I don't know if it was a lunch lady. I don't know if it was a guy <laughs> that got COVID. I don't know if it's a guy who hands out the socks. I don't know who did it. Okay. But somebody did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, 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 the Bears are a very good defensive team. The mm-hmm. Bucks still should have beat the crap out of them, but they couldn't punch it in when they got inside the red zone, which was the only game this year they've not been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, it was just sort of like the Bucks are up 13 13 nothing. This was going to be a blowout. And all of a sudden, two minutes later, it's 14 13. It's like, what, like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, well, we'll, like, if the Bucks, if that would have come out in halftime and you told Tom Brady and BA and you go, look, guys, you need a touchdown, an extra point, and you will win this game. That's all you need. Right. Chicago is not going to score 20. You just need to get a touchdown. Would you take that bet? I would have. 
I would have bet anything on it. Sure. But, you know, again, the second half was kind of a clunky game. And then when things start did start to go their way, it just went it just went backwards, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the defense didn't get a lot of three and outs, but the, but they held them, you know, they, they bent a little bit. Uh, they didn't break. And they didn't get any turnovers. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not the defensive fault, but the Bears are, 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 are a tier one defensive team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing tier one or maybe even tier two on the Giants. Like, they're just not good. They're not good. Which team's good. worse, the Giants or the Jets? Uh, I mean, the I Bears were five and two, right for God's sakes. That's true. That is very they're true. They're not supposed to be. They shouldn't have won, they shouldn't have won right. the Atlanta game. Right. You know, even less than they should have won up, beat us. Uh-huh. You know, so, I mean... You know, but they're winning on their defense. Somehow they are, yeah. 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 So, but that's a that's a fair comparison. The the difference in defenses is, is really staggering between the two uh, the two teams. So, um, I got to tell you, some of the things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to see Mike Evans this week. I want to see what kind of utilization that was. Sort of the the big story last week. Yeah. Um, if I was Mike's going to go off. Yeah, like that could have almost been the headline that didn't deserve to be a headline. Although I don't think it really ever became a headline. But the, the I mean, that's what people were talking about all last week was. Mike Evans, Mike Evans, where's Mike Evans? I'm getting pissed off that Mike Evans isn't getting any targets. I'm interested to see what they're going to do because even BA came out this week and said, yeah, we got to use him more, but, but yeah. the ball's going to find him. Like it'll be, it'll get there. Uh, so I'm interested to see Mike Evans. Uh, I'm interested to see Devin White. Um, you know, the Bucks have, they score the most points on offense. They have the most points scored on offense by any team in the NFL. I'm sorry. What I thought you said there for a second was, hey, do you know the Bucks offense scores the most points? Like, like I thought you meant like among the Bucks, like between the defense and the offense, the offense scores the most points. And I was like, <laughs> the offense is yeah. blowing the defense out of, out of, for touchdowns. That's what they do. <laughs> so. They're also no. third. They're also third in points per game with over thirty. Yeah, and Mike Evans is no part of this offense whatsoever. None. Right. Yeah. Right. And AB's coming. And AB's coming. Yeah. 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 It, it should dude, be. There's nobody better than us. Like on paper. Like there's not. Especially and, in the and NFC. The team is starting to prove it. Especially in the NFC. Like Seattle can't stop anybody. We saw what happened against Curry Bay. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens against the Saints soon. Who else is in the NFC? Yeah. I, I predict, this is just my prediction, the NFC championship game will be a rematch between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. You think so? I think so. I really do. I think I think that's the... Now, who who goes on to win from there, that, that could still remain to be seen, but I do think that, that is what the NFC championship game will be. Mark it down. Book it. Go to mybookie.ag. Place a bet on it and see mm-hmm. if I'm right. Um, But I'm, I'm interested to see Devin White going off uh this okay. week especially against this offense and against this defense and with the way he's been playing i really like i think that's going to be a fun position to watch uh the other one that i really want to watch is the secondary because i'm i i feel like i'm invested in the secondary more than i ever have been before in my life ren uh oh, with, yeah. with as much as i've gone out on a limb for 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 jamel dean for the way Antoine Winfield's been playing this year, for for Carlton Davis and what he's been doing, this whole question mark with SMB and this whole Mike Edwards, Jordan Whitehead thing, like I just feel very invested in this particular group and I want to see what they're going to do this week. And then the other thing, and this is 100% absolutely the fan in me. This is the revenge game. Oh, yeah. From last year. And I want to see us kick their ass up and down the field. And I want to see Danny Dimes or whatever the hell they're calling him these days go to the ground more than anyone else. And basically, he's not going to complete a pass over two yards, or at least he better not. I don't want to see any completed passes on that guy. I know he's going to because it's the NFL, but no, I just, no, shut him down. Absolutely shut him down. I don't. That's what I'm looking for. Another yard. 
That's right. Some Revenge of the Titans. I was going to do Knock Their Dick in the Dirt, but <laughs> two weeks, Bender. Two there weeks. You You're All right, Red. Time yeah. to close out the show. Paying a little homage to the Godfather of Buccaneers podcasting predictive MVP for this game. If you guys are in the chat room, drop those in the chat. We'll shout those out here in just a moment. But, Ren, who do you got? Who is going to be your MVP of the game this week? Buccaneers versus the New York Giants. I was about to say Green Bay Packers. That wasn't right. <laughs> Oh, God. I know. I, I'm always stalling this. Is the camera on me? Is it my solo shot? Yes. Am I doing my thinking? Um, I, oh, it is. Oh, you did solo shoot me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I could, you could pick anybody. You really could pick anybody. Um, I'm Alex going, Kappa. Sure. That'd be wrong. You could pick anybody. Not be right. You, but you could pick anybody. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I think I'm going with JPP. Ooh, yeah. interesting. Joey yeah. over in the chat room also says JPP. Yeah. He's going up against their left tackle. Who's not good. Yeah. And do you, boy, you talk about a revenge game. JPP said something. I didn't put this as a headline, but it was something that came out and everybody was talking about like, he's going for their necks. I think yeah. was the exact quote. Yeah. He's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, it. he's all about that. I felt friend- better if he didn't say it out loud, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? You know, but now they're going to be looking for him. You know, but anyway, it's our friend cheap. Daniel says JPP is going to get three sacks. One of them will be a strip sack that Levante David is going to scoop and score on. Devin I, like White. I like that. Oh, Devin White, not Levante David. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, My MVP of the game is going to go to wait for it. Mike Evans. That's what I said last week. Yeah, I know. I know. Two but targets, 13 I, yards. Here's what we know Tom Brady won't do is just because of the hype in the pub that, that this idea got last week. Mm-hmm. He's not going to force it to Mike Evans, but like a former can. quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would do. But, but this week he can. That's this week he can. Right, right. Uh, with Chris Godwin being out, Antonio Brown's not here yet. Um, this could be, th- this is a week that they're going to depend on Mike Evans quite a bit. And I think Mike Evans is going to shine this week. I really do. Uh, or at least I hope he does. Unless I have him in football, I have him in fantasy, and I need more points out of him. Yeah. Uh, unless, you know, Bradbury might follow him. Bradbury is their, their, their one corner. Uh, you remember him from Carolina. Yep. And he was the other guy that would get in Mike's head and give him fits. Uh, not as bad as Lattimore. Like, you know, right. Mike would do a little better and have some better games against Bradbury. But Bradbury is the other guy who's, who's given Mike fits. And if he follows him, yep. you know, uh, you know, who's it going to be? Gronk right. and Scotty Miller again? Maybe a big game for uh, Tyler Johnson. Or Doink. Who knows? Maybe he'll get, get some some targets his way. So anyway, all right, Ren. Well, that is that is going to do it for us. That is our Buck in the News show. See, we actually do talk about the Buccaneer news and the upcoming games and all that sort of I'll stuff. Don't it personal. <laughs> Just drop it. Doink, you don't fucking listen. Exactly. Uh, Ren, with that, uh, we will be back uh, Monday. I was going to say Sunday night. That's not right. Monday night after mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Clock hit triple zeros. We hit go live for the original post game call in show by the fans for the fans. You guys make sure you tune in. Join I would us right really here. like for you to be ready at triple zeros this week. Okay. Okay. I'd really like for you to be ready at triple zeros this week. I'm ready every week at triple zeros. Mm-hmm. When, when I wasn't ready. When, mm-hmm. when have you ever waited on me in, in five years for a put to start a pod? Name one time. Mm-hmm. One time. You guys join us. You guys name join it. us after the game. Name it. 
No, no. You guys join us after the game on whatever day that is, Monday. Ren. Yes. If you'd like to discuss this further with other people, how can they get in touch with you? Discuss what? Uh, Who has to wait for whom uh, for for these shows or anything else that we have talked about tonight? If anybody would like to discuss or if they'd like to talk with you about their favorite Hanna-Barbera cartoons that aren't Looney Tunes as well. Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter at Rendax, R-E-N underscore D-A-X-T. I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football, but if your take is too hot and you don't want to put it there on the Twitterverse, I want to talk something besides Bucks football. Brent, someone DM'd me about what to make dinner for their wife. <laughs> hey, you are the food guy, man. Yeah. You are the foodie. I told him to go with, uh, he wanted a, a simple pasta dish. Yeah. But, uh, I, I had him go with a ropa vieja. I have no idea what that is, it's, and neither does anyone else out there. Well, maybe like not. like Phil Schwegler, he might know what that is. He's a chef. <laughs> chef Aaron might know what that is. It's a pretty classic Spanish Cuban dish with uh, red sauce and vegetables. I like to use peppers and onions. You can kind of mm-hmm. put whatever you want, spice to your liking. But you uh, take pulled beef, or or um, like take a, like a strip steak, or a roast is the best way to do it. Put the roast in the crock pot and then pull it, and then you just throw it in the red sauce marinara, probably peppers, onions, and and then you ladle it over rice. Oh, oh okay, all right, yeah. Let's talk more about <laughs> Voltron. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can slide in my DMs and we'll talk Buccaneers football or anything else there as well, too. <laughs> Including menu options for the wife. You guys want to get in touch with me? I believe that you keep falling asleep on things that haven't I proven enough the things that I talk about other people find interesting, mm. even though you don't agree. If you guys want to get in touch with me, you find me at Brent Allen Live across all the social medias. <laughs> and the show is at The Pewtercast on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram as well. And you can email us like Christoph and a few other people this week have to thepewtercast at gmail.com or join us out there on the World Wide Web, thepewtercast.live, where you can find everything that we're doing, whether it's podcast, video, or otherwise related. It is all right there. Until next time, guys, we'll see you Sunday night. Nope, we'll see you Monday night after the game. Go Bucks.